This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. the Patriots Dynasty Podcast, Episode 2, Season 2, heading to Giants Stadium to take on the hated Jets and see Brown's favorite player, Curtis Martin. Curtis, my favorite Martin. Steve, is he your favorite Martin? I should think of another, like, something to put in there instead. Let me mull on favorite Martin. Yeah. (laughs) So we got the brothers today, and we also have Connor back. Connor, nice to see you again, bud. Well, you can't see me, but thank you, Andy. It's good to be back. What's up, boys? Trust, trust everybody is better that way. That none of us yeah. can see each other. <laughs> I, think Gre- I think we decided the only person who, ha- who didn't have that. a face for radio was uh, Mike. Thanks, and, he's not here, so. and Kelly, apparently. Oh, boys. Boys? Kelly just dropped an ahi ahi tuna steak right on my desk. Oh, This is a rousing start. I can't wait to listen to you eat it while we're recording this. <laughs> what? You want me to give you want to give you a live review? Yeah. Yeah. All Don't right. Let's let's do it. We got some Greg, peppercorn on top. Okay. Mm. How well done is it? Oh. Perfectly seared. <laughs> nice and juicy in the middle. We got a little we got a melon, avocado, tomato, you know potpourri salad to go with it oh boy <laughs> i don't like okay. potpourri the right but i we'll go with it oh very refreshing to go with the seared tuna oh four stars four out of how many yeah. cool out of five out of Forty. ten three mm. all right now that we get the scale down good job kelly all right, off to a rousing start. Almost as rousing as the Jets start in this game. Sheesh. Are you going <laughs> to let me do the, yeah, the so, scouting report? Well, let's yeah, let's uh, preface this by saying that we've decided that we ramble a lot on these episodes. So we're going to try something a little bit different today. We're going to try a little bit of a format, so we'll see how this goes. So, yeah, you wanted to do a, a scouting report, um, preferably not on what you're eating or any other seafood, but... Um, <laughs> the Jets? You got anything on the Jets? Greg? Yeah, I got you. I got, yeah, I got notes. Well, let's hear. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna set the scene a little bit here because it's not Ooh, just about it. the Jets at this point, right? This is, this is in the midst of New York versus Boston sports, mm. like That's culture. You know what I'm saying? So yep. there's a lot of stuff going around, like hanging around both these these cities at this point. So it's not just the Patriots, it's the Red Sox too. You, the Red Sox, you're, you're looking at 1999 was the ALCS when the Yanks beat the Sox four games to one. You're the Grady a Little year leaving, away from... Uh, what's his name in too far, too long? Leaving Pedro in? No, not quite. That's, that's, that's a year from now. That's 2003. <laughs> the Aaron yeah. fucking Boone, which yeah, is also like- the same year as... Don Zimmer getting thrown to the ground, if you remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah, a little matador action. Uh-huh. Roger Clemens 
got signed with the Yankees in 1999, so two years ago. Um, Pedro, I, I think, remember when he was talking about uh, wake up Babe Ruth and I'll drill him in the ass? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right around this time frame. And then the whole, like, uh, the Yankees are my daddy thing, but we'll forget that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was 2004, wasn't it? Yes. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Don Zimmer York. thing was, was in 2003, Greggy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, said same that? Same year okay. as Sorry. fucking Boone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then yep. the – even the Jets and the Patriots have all sorts of controversies swirling around, right? So it's oh, the yeah. Bill Parcells leaving, leaving the Pats, going to the Jets. There was all stink about that. Some draft picks got traded. Uh, and then Bill Belichick, obviously. Resigned. Uh, Curtis Martin of the NYJ. Goes, goes from the – exactly. And then who replaces um, Parcells as well is Pete Carroll, who used to be a mm-hmm. head coach of the Jets. Holy shit, he did, know. didn't he? 1994. Yeah. I think Carol's a Jets head coach? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not know that yeah, either. I had no idea. Yeah. How did he do that? I have no idea. I'll look it Couldn't up. have been that great, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then Mo Lewis, obviously, last year. Victor Green leaves the Jets, comes to the Pats after eight yeah. years in the Jets this offseason. And somehow... The Jets come into this game as one-point favorites. <laughs> they did. I noticed Like, that. what the fuck? Wait, yeah. Patriots won the Super Bowl and are back-to-back underdogs? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, so they were underdogs last week and blew out the Steelers. And the Jets uh, squeaked by the Bills, I think it was, even though they are outgained and, like, out-everythinged. But it was only because they beat the, the Bills last week because – uh, Chad Morton returned two kickoffs for touchdowns, and they won in overtime. I just looked up uh, Pete Carroll's time at the Jets. Not great. In 94, elevated head coach. Carroll painted a basketball court in the parking lot of the team's practice facility where he <laughs> and his coaches played three-on-three during their spare time. <laughs> they go six and five. In week 12, <laughs> he got fake spiked by Dan Marino. Oh, that was faked the clock ah, and threw a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. And then they lost all of their remaining games to go six and ten, and he got fired. (laughs) Oh, he got fired and then hired by the Pats the next year. (laughs) No, he went to the Niners for two years. Oh, then to the Pats. Oh, he's not a head coach. Yeah, okay. Yep. (laughs) And the 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 Jets actually got ravaged by the uh, the Texans expansion draft too. They did. I noticed that. Who? Yeah, yeah. there were some kind of big names that left. Yeah, the two biggest like salary cap hits from that expansion draft were both uh, Jets cornerbacks, Aaron Glenn and Marcus Coleman. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I had um, that note, like, they're possible Hall of Famer Aaron Glenn, right? That one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like their no, defensive Mike's line, their linebackers are nasty. But their secondary, like year over year, had no no names. Yeah, they had three out of the four guys were new. There's only one who was the front there from last year. I don't remember who it was. Oh, they also lost uh, Tom Tupa to the Bucks, right? That's awesome. That was, that was a big loss, I think, because you didn't get did. to hear about about him um, being a, a quarterback as well. So what else <laughs> you got, Greg? Yeah, so, Tom so that's Tupa. that's the same. That's all I got. All right. So oh, uh, Vinny Testaverde is still a quarterback, which is ridiculous. Yeah. 
But didn't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't draft him this year, but uh, the backup was Chad Pennington, right? Who I think I played a couple of years the, the season before. Played a couple of games the season before, but nothing really. I love Chad Pennington. He's the winningest AFC East quarterback behind Brady, right? I believe what? he is, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I believe. In what time frame? Well, since Brady's been playing. Yeah, since 2001, probably. All right. Like, Jim Kelly's got to be up there. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah not ever. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Sure. in the last 20 years, the second most wins by a quarterback in the AFC East, I think, is Chad Pennington. I mean, who else, who else has any wins? Fitzmagic, he padded his stats this year, right? He won well, six he's games. He's probably up there, yeah. 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 He's won a few games here and there for every other AFC East team. All right, so then should we get into the game that we've set the scene here? Yeah. Let's do it. Go. All right, Steve, you want to... Uh, well, all right, I'll just go out there and throw the final score. It was like 44-7. to seven. Yeah. Shit stomping. I watched every second of it. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I was at I, last I mean, quarter. I, oh, it was amazing! You got a Jack Pennington sighting. That was the first, um, probably his first ever snap. There were uh, my favorite part. On. One, two, three, four, five quarterbacks played in the fourth quarter. This, can you name them? Five. Yikes! I can only. So, I can only hang on, Steve. I, I want to see if anybody else can can name any of them. So, so how many can All you right. name? Name what? The the five quarter played in the fourth quarter of this game. Oh, well, the five, Brady. The five what? Quarterbacks that played quarterbacks. in the fourth quarter of this game. Oh, I mean, two of them are obvious. Testaverde, Brady, Brady, and Testaverde. Yeah, yep. Chad Pennington, Ro- Rohan, Pennington, Rohan Davey actually Davey. did. He did. <laughs> he was he was in there for all three kneel downs um, to end the game. They he were kneels. And Damon Did Damon Hewitt get in there? Yeah, yeah fuck in yeah. There. And he led a drive entirely of handoffs that finished with a Falk touchdown run. I did not know that was Damon Hewitt. I watched that game and I didn't realize it. He was in there doing uh, handoffs for that entire drive. That's all he did. He had like five wow. or six handoffs in a row. Because they were just trying to run the clock out and the Jets couldn't stop. This was like, they were clearly trying to make Kay Falk a, like a thing here. Well, I think they had you know, activated him back over J.R. Redmond. But yeah, the, he was, he well, was like, like the number two everything. Even, even when you go back and you rewatch that Rams Super Bowl game-winning drive, you're like, J.R. Redmond, I thought that was Kevin Falk. You know, you just kind mm-hmm. of assume Kevin Falk and the Patriots dynasty are like one and one which at some point they become. But, I mean, 2001, he didn't do anything really. Nope. He didn't even dress in that Steelers week one. So he wasn't even on the active roster for right. the, for the first game. But in this game, but they were clearly didn't dress like and that. Kevin Falk did, yeah. And he was it's the number like two running back. James White never went Yeah, same same exact idea. When White started out, he couldn't do anything either. Like the first year, James White was just everyone's calling him a bust. That's right. Not anymore. But yeah, he was. I think he was the. Um, the number two running back because Antoine Smith, uh, yeah, Antoine Smith got dinged up. So yeah. he was the lead running back and he was eventually returning punts and I think he was returning kickoffs at one point too, him and Dion Branch. He was back there. I don't know if he actually returned any, but so he was the uh, the Troy Brown of the of this game, I think. 
Yeah, so Pats absolutely crushed them the whole game, but they really could have beaten them better. Troy Brown had that fumble on the one-yard line in the first quarter. Yeah, as he was going into score. That was brutal. That was a a very rare mistake from Troy Brown. That being said, Troy Brown in the first half, 10 catches, 107 yards. The Jets, 48 yards. (laughs) (laughs) He He doubled them up by himself. Yes. Just catching the ball. So there's something else I want to mention, actually, before we get any further. Um, we've been talking about all these plays, and if you actually want to watch them, you can go to the website. So for this one, it's patsdynasty.info slash game slash 68, and you'll be able to see all of Troy Brown's big plays, especially including his uh, that, wide receiver screen. What are you going to say, Greg? Does that mean next week? Does that mean next week is slash 69? It might be. Nice. Ooh, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Tune in next week. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll dress up. Yeah. Maybe get a, oh, maybe right. get a bottle of wine. We know what you're having for dinner then. Yeah. Oh, Jesus himself. Punani. You know what they say, Steve? Wine them, dine them. 69 them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, if, we, if we had had more forethought, we could have got uh, Gronk on this. He loves him. A good 69 joke. Andy, make sure you get that um, sick fake person. I'm sure he's got nothing better to do right now, right? Oh, Steve, they're all on here. Don't you worry about it. Did you want to talk about well, the that, fake that reverse? reverse that, like, he like fakes the reverse and like one of the best ball fakes I've ever seen from Brady. <laughs> and then he hits that dime. And he's always just, been good at that was, that, Steve, you just took one of my key talking points. <laughs> um, that was a 39-yard pass, pass to David Patton. I, I wrote down that Brady's play action ability has always been elite. I mean, he, he sells the play action, the reverse better than any quarterback ever. I agree. And he's he's one of the few that still, that still turns to him, preach to him by like, sorry, what are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like tuck the ball. Charlie Weiss taught him up on that. Yeah. Yeah. But he, and they seem to run, Reverses a ton last, like, I don't know, maybe even back in the day, like this time. Last year, they were running a ton. That certainly yeah, helped. Yeah, Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss, baby. He was awesome. Yeah. And he yeah, was, there's not, loved there's not, the, uh, the direct snap to Kevin Falk where Brady would pretend it went over his head. This got the announcers oh, yeah. again on this game. Should we talk about them? Sure. Because it's the introduction Dan? of Dan fucking Deerdorf. And the worst. And thanks, Greg. I appreciate the support. Whether or not you believe it, I'm not sure. But yeah, I <laughs> no, I no, I really do. I usually no. give you shit about this, but Dan Dierdorf blows. <laughs> and so I and I used I used to think it was just him, but I paid special attention to this because I've been kind of hyping it for a while about how much I hate Dan Deardorf. But Dick Enberg, his partner, is probably as bad, if not worse. The two of them, I actually looked it up. There was a, a New York Times article written about how bad they are. <laughs> Deodorf and Emberg repeatedly fumble broadcasts of Rams-Jets games. This isn't even like a Patriots game. This is just, like, they're just that bad. I, and, uh, yeah, we'll link that in the show notes. Did you read the article? Oh, did I? <laughs> what were they saying? <laughs> um, basically... 
that they don't seem to understand what's going on in a football game. Um, and they're talking about, uh, let's see, here we go. Here's a little bit. Uh, Diodorf had a notably weak day. Analysts are paid for their opinions, but he had some disputable ones Sunday. He praised a dubious challenge by Jets coach Herman Edwards, the reception by the Rams' Torrey Holt, saying it was a good tactic to stop the Rams' momentum. The challenge was denied. And in the context of Edwards' history of bad clock management, the Jets lost a possibly crucial timeout. When the Rams scored two plays later, Deardorff tried to justify his praise of Edwards' decision by saying that Edwards made the call because he sensed this coming. Huh? And it just goes on and on. <laughs> well, in this game, he told his partner, I love it when you talk geometry to me. Oh, we'll get to some quotes. That's funny. <laughs> Is it? Hang on, yeah. hang on. Here's, here's, a, uh, here's the, the payoff. Then came a, a real head-scratcher. Jeff Wilkins lined up for the 31-yard game-winning field goal for St. Louis at a distance from which he rarely misses. Still, a disappointed Deardorff said, I would have tried for the touchdown. Touchdowns are sure things with this offense. This is in overtime, by the way. <laughs> in, in overtime? overtime? Yeah. That's a bad Before idea. you, everyone gets a possession, too. Right. right. Yeah. So it's, it's first, first score wins. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but he... Uh, he, he did love Charlie Weiss's uh, the direct snap to Falk. It was uh, Charlie Weiss has gone crazy and Charlie Weiss is unleashed. He went on about that. Um, on a, this one was actually pretty good. On a, I think it was like a, they, they measured the, the first down and it wasn't. And he said he's about two Jimmy Deans short of a first down here. What does that mean? Uh, I think uh, Jimmy Deans are those sausages, right? Breakfast yeah. sausages? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, they, were, they were real close. But then they showed Teddy Bruschi <laughs> going into the locker room with um, like wooziness and neck injuries and neck issues, and he didn't return. And uh, Deardorff says, oh, he might have gone in for a Bruschi, which seems <laughs> that's, unprofessional that's for funny. a guy who's getting his head looked at for a fucking possible <laughs> concussion. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not even you could use a beer to relax. Not even. Hey, original. you know what, Andy? You could, you could use a brewski. All right, chill I out, a brewski. No, this you this too. is my first time I get to go into fucking Dan fucking Deardorff. Uh, what else? Dick Enberg was worse. <laughs> oh, worse. What did he do? What did he say? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's racist, but he seems to assume that all. Patriots wide receivers look the same. He was uh, confusing David Patton and Donald Hayes multiple times. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, because they're you know one's five foot six and the other one's like six foot four. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but the numbers aren't even anywhere close either. He also called you know those, the team those wide receivers. They all look the same. I guess so. Uh, and he did he did that with all he got every single one wrong with a different wide receiver. It's pretty impressive. Uh, he liked calling people. David Patton. Um, and then he couldn't quite understand how much yardage was needed for a first down. He struggled with this all day, but my favorite was at the beginning of the game where it's, um, I think the Patriots ran for 13 yards and on first down, he's like, oh, it looks like he has nearly enough for a first down. And he does on a 13-yard game. So he did well, he's, three he's all the way up yards. in the box. He's up in the box, Andy. No Have excuse. you ever watched a game that high I was up? Even, I was even further away. I was watching from TV. Also, away. he's used to the metric system, so yards <laughs> and all that can get confusing. 
What about when he called Lawyer Malloy a former Jet? <laughs> that wasn't good. How did he fuck that up? I don't know. <laughs> he's probably the, thinking of Victor Green, right? No, it was right after Victor Green's pick six. He's like, and he comes back and gets a bunch of congratulations from his former players. I bet Lauren Malloy loves that, the former Jet. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like no way. I had to Google it while I was sitting there watching the game. I was like, yeah, thank God. Oof, nope. Oh, he, he, he liked to confuse Kevin Falk and Antoine Smith, too. Did that a bunch. Um, and then he also well, called the team the Bellatari's Patriots after they yeah. kicked the field goal at the half. <laughs> wait, wait, what? That's a, is that a pun? I, I don't think so. I don't know. It was tough to tell, yeah. I, I don't know. I Bellatari? Right. Yeah. What, why would you combine those two names? I think he just... It's like Brangelina. <laughs> Bellatari. Wasn't he talking about Brady being a bachelor, judging the Miss USA pageant too? Oh yeah, thought that was a little risque. Yeah, well, there was there was a lot of football, not football on this. Yeah, Fox in the henhouse sort of thing. I think it's. Do, really cool. do you guys want to uh, want just a little slice of that? Yeah. 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 All right. So th- this was. Uh, I think it's it's all Dick Enberg. He's a he's a a foxy man himself. Um, but he was talking about. Our favorite wide receiver on this this program he said, "Well, look at what has been the hallmark of Troy Brown's career: going up, stretching out, exposing himself." <laughs> football, not football. Well, it's Troy Brown, so it's yeah. definitely football. The man lives, breathes, eats, sleeps football. I don't, how, I don't see how it could be. But why is he talking about exposing? Sounds himself? like some sounds like some locker room talk to me. Oh, it could be locker room talk. You're right. Just boys being boys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just grab him by the football. I got it. I guess that's part of football. <laughs> um, all right. And then they were both going back and forth over something. I don't even remember what, but uh, it ended with, I didn't think you'd get it in this quick. Oh, I was, uh, <laughs> he was giving a dig about Michigan losing. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, th- you think it was about the dig and not about something else? You don't think no, it was about no, the were together? They, on were, the road? they were having, they were having sex on, on air. <laughs> all right good and then i th- i think this one was actually our our boy deardorf he was fascinated the entire game with ball handling uh he especially boomer size he said boomer size was a ma- magnificent ball handler and ball faker <laughs> um, i don't i i understand ball handling ball faking I think might need some explanation. <laughs> Have you ever heard someone <clears throat> call like another person's hands their cock feelers? <laughs> no. Like, get, <laughs> get your dirty cock feelers off of me. <laughs> well, I have now, but no. Uh, that's a Dannyism. Uh, that sounds. Or cool. like your mouth, your mouth is your cock taster. Ah. Like, <laughs> stop running your cock taster. <laughs> Just Dan Dierdorf's got a dirty mind. He does. Your ball handlers. But now Tom Brady has also become a very adept ball handler. So I think that. that I mean, that up. part's true. We already talked about that. Yeah, oh, I suppose that is football, isn't it? In that regard. Yeah. What about Boomer though? Was he a good ball handler in the same way, or was it a different yeah, kind he was of ball? Dierdorf's balls. <laughs> uh, that's all I had. I just wanted to bring that back in. 
in memoriam of our, our, our Mike Mello. And then you'd have another 20 years of commentating games. Yeah. He still do it. Didn't he just get replaced or something like that too? Yeah. Uh, was Dan Fouts. I don't know how he had such a long career. Which one? Theodore. Fouts. Oh, oh, Fouts. Yeah. Dan Theodore. He was easily my least favorite. And I, th- I think it will get worse. But for now, that's just the, the intro to Dan Theodore from me. Motherfucker, he is in the Hall of Fame. You sons of bitches. Theodore? Yeah. Yeah, remember I told you that? Yeah, but I I didn't want to look it up because I thought you might be kidding. No, he's a Hall of Famer. Son of a bitch. For what? So is Brent Jones. Oh, yeah, but that was If you do something... Something else, though, wasn't it? That wasn't like the real Hall of Fame. Jewish Players Hall of Fame? Yeah, it was something like that. It was like NCAA Hall of Fame or something or whatever his college was. I don't know, something like that. Oh, you got me all riled up again. Thanks, Greg. All right. Let's get back to the game. You can all relax, right. Andy. Bring, bring me back, Steve. Bring me back. Talk to me about the second, second half. Quarter. Yeah. Uh, second half. More of the same. First possession for the Jets. Blindside blitz from Tabucky. Scoop and score. With a tomahawk chop. Yeah. That was can sweet. Still say that? I think so. And like, I don't, they just kept beating them down. Their biggest play. And I think their leading rusher of, for the day for the Jets was their fucking punter. That was going to be my best. <laughs> yeah, like the only was. thing the Jets had going was they had a <laughs> punt. It was also their first, it was their first, first down of the game. It was in the third it? quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was? Yeah, it was, yeah. Their, it was their first, first down of the game. Yeah, he was. And, so, and their think favorites. About, think about that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they were favorites at home. What t- talk about a shit stomping? So Ima- the, imagine the, buying tickets to that game. Oh, it was raining too. Oh, oh yeah, pissing it down. That, was that's one thing that that's one thing you don't have to worry about as a Pats fan is like, am I gonna pay a lot of money for tickets and show up and just be miserable the whole time? You yeah. know? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, they'll lose like, close games, but. Yeah, like how often do the Patriots ever even get blown one. out? At home? Well, I, yeah, especially at home. I like, legit can't think of one. Yeah, losing by two scores at home? I don't know. Even, even like just in general, like how often, I don't know, how often does that even happen? Like the, the, yeah, they, they, they get happen. beat by, yeah. Uh, I think I can think of a, I think what was the, Ray Rice Ravens playoff game. That was, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yep. Yep. that's yeah, a good that's one. A good one. Yeah. What was oh, the opening night against the ch- opening night against the Chiefs? Was that like 2000? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Ooh, yep. 18 yeah. or when yeah. what's his face went went nuts on us. Cream Hunt. Yep, yep. Uh, Cream Hunt. Yeah. There was that. Was it two thousand like nine playoff game where they lost to Sanchez and Rex Ryan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to that, that game. Like, it was fucking miserable. Oh, yeah, that yeah, I watched that with. Well, let's see. Well, it's probably um, a good launch into my other stat here. They said at the beginning, if you notice, the Jets were wearing their road whites. 
and I guess they must have changed her name to include New York Jets this year as opposed to just Jets. Oh. Because they were still under 500 at Giant Stadium. I think it was called back then what MetLife is now. <laughs> Such a fucking loser approach. Like, oh, we had a pretty good road record last year. Let's wear a road to our own home that we play is named after a different team. And I bet they're still not above 500 in that stadium because they're the fucking Jets and they suck. <laughs> that place is a dump, too. It's a dump. It's no character there. Uh, Hated that stadium. Have you been there, Connor, to MetLife? To MetLife? No, I or haven't. Or Lance. Oh, it, you've probably I, I, driven I've, by I've it, right? driven past. <laughs> yeah, God. It's, it's a, just gross looking over there. It's just a, it's like yeah. a swamp, huh? And it's middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's just like, there's no character. It's disgusting. There's nothing around it. It's like an industrial park. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like a It's literally stadium. just surrounded. It's surrounded by Meadowlands. And it's just gross and barren. Yeah. And they can't even get 500 there because they're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> I only watch every yeah. second of this game. I loved it. Yeah. You know who else loved it? Bill Belichick. Yes. The amount of times they'd show him on the sidelines and he just had that smirk on his face. Yep. You know the one that he had when he was running the clock down against the Jets this past year? On like that, the, the clock thing that the, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, against them. Yeah, a wrinkle in the rules. Yeah, yeah. and he had that just like shit-eating grin on his face. Like just, just like a half a smirk. He had that on this entire second half. His best one was right after the Kevin Falk touchdown. Yeah. Which was oh, his yeah. first of his career. Really? I got a Falk's nice one because I saw Falk keeping the ball. So I'm assuming that's his first touchdown. Oh. Uh, well, he was the starting running back in 2000, so I would have hoped he'd scored at least one rushing touchdown then. Huh. So maybe, maybe it's been a while. <laughs> I think some, someone needs to check his stats. All right. That's... Stat checker. Check it. And while you're doing that, I want to talk... Yeah, no. you're, the, you're the fucking stack guy. Dude, a mean tuna steak. <laughs> oh, you're still fuck. eating it? Yeah, it's a big tuna steak. I thought you could eat. It's like a little bird. Don't talk to me about eating, Andy. I'm just saying, I can eat. I would have finished that by now. I'm yeah, looking right. it up. He's scored yeah, a bunch of touchdowns touchdown. before. Touchdown. No. <laughs> Whoops. It was his seventh touchdown, but all right. First of this year, though. He definitely kept the ball. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he kept all of them. I mean, it's not like he was scoring a shit ton of touchdowns. May as well, right? Or maybe it's because they beat the Jets. Who knows? But I want to go back to the uh, the fake punt because I think that drive was my turning point of this game. Because the Jets went three and out yet again. And then they did the fake punt, which converted their first first down. And then I think it was the very next play. They hit a big play to Santana Moss that drove him yeah. to the Patriots' 20-yard line. Like, oh, shit, they might actually score some points here. And it's like 20 to nothing. So, you know, they score a touchdown, they're down two touchdowns, and this is all of a sudden a game. The very next play was Victor Green's 90-yard pick six. Um, and the same Victor Green who uh, was the leading tackler for the Jets the year before, and they just, like, didn't want him back, I guess. Yeah. I don't... So he left on real bad terms. They, they were definitely talking about that. I didn't know that much about it. No, me neither. Did either you, Connor or Greg, do either of you guys know anything about that? No. About what? Say that again? 
The Victor, Victor Green. Green saga. Oh, no. I, I, I probably back when it was going on, but it, it, it had escaped me. Yeah. But he retired as a Jet, I guess, so it couldn't have been that bad. And that was like two years after. Yeah, he played that one year so in New England, best. one year in New Orleans, and then he was gone. Yeah. So he, like signed, he signed like a one-day contract with the right. Jets so he could retire as a Jet. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but interestingly, the Wiki, Wikipedia <laughs> didn't even have, <laughs> didn't have him as like, you know, they do like the additions and subtractions. He wasn't on yeah. there. No, he wasn't, was he? Which I, I Sounds think. like there's a conspiracy afoot. Hmm. Somebody's been washing the Wikipedias. Maybe we should update the Wikipedias. Mm. <laughs> but Green was also in the last game, the one that forced and recovered the fumble on Jerome Bettis too. So he's had himself a hell of a start to this season. He probably drops off. This is his last interception of his career. Yeah, well, he was kind of like the third safety on this team because it was still yeah. Lawyer Malloy and Tabucky Jones were the starters. But the Patriots were at certain points running three safety sets out there, which I don't think you will ever see. Well, you might see again, just because teams are going lighter now. Yeah. I think maybe to counter the whole spread offense and the RPO, you'll see like a lighter, but still guys yeah. that can tackle. So the Pats drafted a safety with their second round pick. Yeah, that's true. And they drafted a bunch of like hybrid uh, mm-hmm. linebacker guys too, like outside linebackers. Same idea. But yeah. The Patriots starting to save you back then, absolutely nasty. I feel like they yeah. were for the whole first half of this dynasty. Yeah. Because you go from Lori Malloy moving on directly to, well, maybe the whole dynasty. Because you go from Lori Malloy to Rodney Harrison to Pat Chung, right? Yeah. You're just going to throw then, Pat Chung in there? I mean, you move McCourty back there. So <laughs> you don't man, think Pat Chung's a like good safety? Uh, you could He's say Lloyd Malloy, Rodney Harrison, and Pat Chung. Which one <laughs> yeah. of these doesn't belong? Yeah, I agree with Lloyd Malloy. He didn't <laughs> yeah, play long right. enough. Yeah, fucking right, dude. <laughs> yeah, you got to go McCordy. McCordy's a free safety. He would be the Tabucky Jones in this situation. Yeah, love it. Tabucky's been a nice surprise, though, watching these games again. Yeah. He's a he physical so player. Yeah, he was. He's a lot bigger he's than I remembered big, him too. Big, big, big boy. Yep. Yeah, that, that dude can lay the wood. And has the best name on the team. <laughs> he does. I'm still sad our sister didn't name her firstborn to Bucky. That would have been great. No, oh, she's got chances. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah, she's got another one coming. So hopefully that'll be to Bucky. But, Boys, all right, so, we got an update on the tuna steak. Is it finished yet? Kelly didn't finish okay. hers. I got a, I got another half a steak, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Going to overtime on this fucking tuna steak. <sighs> God damn. You're going to need a new stat guy. <laughs> I think we already did. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, you're the new stat guy. What? No, 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 that's, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what good are you now? What do you bring to the table here, Connor? Your good looks? Um, I, I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm color commentary. I, I, I provide keen insight into specific 
you know, plays within the game, nuances. Um, Steve kind of stole my thunder bringing up Brady's uh, reverse play action play. I was going to do a pretty big deep dive into that, but he kind of ruined it like he does a lot of things. So, um, yeah. Let's let's circle around. Let's circle back to the play action then. They came up with that last game. Because I have a take on that too. I guess it wasn't, I guess it wasn't like the deepest of dives. Right. I think it's something that's, oh, that's, I, I think that's something that he's always been a lead at and it's, and it has always played in his favor um, throughout his career. Like he's just been inc- an incredible um, sleight of hand, you know, not just the play actions. Like you're talking about that, the direct snaps to mm. Kevin Falk. Um, he's just always been good at that kind of um, the game within the game kind of stuff. Do we know if that's something he was good at in college too, or is this something he learned when he got to the NFL? I don't actually know the answer to that. I don't know. But <laughs> there is I, me, something. Me either. You know, like that feeling when you're watching a play though, and he does like a hard play action, and then he, he like spins his head around and like immediately goes off his back foot and just yeah. rips one. And Usually before from the, the five yard cam- line. Before the camera even pans, you're like, that's a, that's a completion. To touch there's him. like there's no better feeling than watching him do that yeah. like spin around and not waste any time and just whoop. so oh. i've gone through and i've been documenting all of his touchdowns as a patriot all his touchdown throws and the amount of times he does that from the five yard line where he just yeah he does he turns his back and bends over like in half as he's pretending to hand the ball off and then just turns around and whips it basically at the goal post and just hopes that his receiver is there it, it's it's textbook at this point there's probably like 40, 50 of them. Granted, of his 600 touchdowns, but still, like it's it, that is, I think, the textbook Patriots offensive play. Like they ran it for yeah. years, and it was unstoppable. And like watching on TV, I feel like with Brady, you can tell before you can see the receivers whether it's going to be complete or not by his like body language as he yeah. throws it. You know, yeah. if he's sitting there patting it happy feet you can like oh he's throwing this away yeah you know but there's certain ones where he's like zip you like there's no way that's not yeah. caught it's really as he's planting the back foot it's coming out you're like oh yeah he's yeah. definitely it doesn't it doesn't matter if the guy's covered you know it's gonna yeah. be a completion yeah. and that speaks to his like preparation too of like he's a clinical player of if it's not there i don't i don't force it mm-hmm. but if it is there i'm making that play you know oh absolutely and you just wonder yeah. how many times he's Surgical. practiced that, that whole, like not not mm-hmm. even just the the play action, but even like the the jump twist that he did on the direct snap. I mean, he he literally could just stand there. And there wasn't there one play that he pretended to catch the ball and drop back for a pass when they ran that, and it was like they ran that as a like a draw play right up the middle instead of like a sweep. And the entire like defensive line bit on it too because they thought he was actually dropping back for a pass. You you don't see that in any other quarterbacks, I don't think. I, I've never seen anybody else do that. Where I thought, oh, oh no, Peyton, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning used to get blown a lot for his uh, play action, if I remember correctly. <laughs> well, they only ever ran that one stretch play, and then he would play action off of it. Yeah, but he was good at it, right? Yeah, that's true. To yeah, clear yeah. Greg's uh, comment for everybody listening, he didn't like Peyton Manning. Didn't blow it. He got blown. Yeah. <laughs> 
by like media and yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Brady. Hayes. Which is to say that I'm not positive that he is that much better because right. it might, might be a manufactured, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and, I think and Manning would also do the, uh, he would also like walk away as if he was calling a, an audible as the direct snap happened, which I think he's yep. Brady do a couple times. <laughs> Dude, I sneaky love Peyton now that he's retired. Me too. I don't know if, I, I don't know if I'd say love him, but I, I definitely have much more respect for him now. I don't. Before. <laughs> he's adorable. Did you, did you hear about what they're doing? A golf tournament? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Brady and Mickelson? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had, a, they had like a... Z- they had a they had a video chat today. Yeah, Peyton went on. Peyton went on today, as in for the folks listening, uh, May seventh, twenty twenty. Peyton went on. Peyton went on a tangent today. I guess it's getting played in like Tampa or Florida somewhere. Yes. And Peyton was like, "I wish they. I I wish we were playing somewhere where they hate you, Tom, like Boston." <laughs> it was well, did, so funny. Everyone didn't he that say that uh, <laughs> the reason they were doing it in Tampa was because uh, Brady was on house arrest, so they couldn't do it anywhere else because of all the shit that he did. Uh, yeah, he was like uh, breaking and entering. Peyton was like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, we, we got to do it in Florida now since Tom's B and E is on house so arrest. Funny. He's got the, uh, the what the ankle brace. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love him. Peyton, Peyton, yeah, Peyton does it for me now." Yeah, his uh, his like commentary. He he was doing some like, uh, like film review thing. I think it was on YouTube or something. And it was actually really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did Peyton, it on um, yeah. Tom Brady's overtime drive against the Kansas City Chiefs the other year. Oh, are you talking about the detail? Like Kobe does a detail, and he'll talk about different. It's like an ESPN yep. thing called detail. Yeah, my Peyton did do one on Tom. Yeah, yeah, it's called detail. Um, it was amazing. Kobe's done one on like, uh, yeah. It's a shame they didn't get him for Monday night because I think he'd be really good at it. Oh yeah, I think he'd be another Tony Romo. He, he can't be worse than fucking Booger. Oh, damn fucking Deardorff, <laughs> fucking Booger. <laughs> <laughs> you guys' name is Booger. Like, what are Grown we doing? Ass man, his name is yeah. Booger. Yeah, this is the biggest sports event like weekly in the United States and we got Booger out there commentating. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, I mean to be fair, my nickname was Booger, but then I fucking graduated third grade and it wasn't yeah. anymore, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Grown ass me like, "You know what? No, my my name's my name's Ronald, but call me Booger." Yeah, they got to fix that. The fucking Monday yeah. night, the Monday night football is in shambles. That's what happens when you let ESPN do anything these days. It seems that way, yeah. I mean, what are we having the uh, the three hour announcement? The draft, the draft. No, the uh, they're they're announcing the the schedule tonight, and it's a three oh, hour yeah. event. It's a three hour three event. Hour. Where are we going? This but year? I'm not back warned. Where are we going this year? Vegas. Are they they're playing at Vegas? Bucks are. <laughs> oh, I like it, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Ow. see that one coming. It caught me off guard, but. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm into that yet. I was actually just before this, I found out that I could download updated rosters on an old Madden. And so I did that and I was beating the shit out of the Buccaneers with the Patriots. 
in nice. Tampa. Fuck them. Those uh, those guns for the pirate ship are gonna they're gonna they're gonna be silent today. You're a weird kid. <laughs> you have no idea. Seriously, I mean, you do, but not really. <laughs> it's like a thirty-five year old downloading rosters right? from twenty years ago, and then acting <laughs> out his like <laughs> deep. <laughs> Oh, Andy! It's I love like you, man. Revenge. It's like re, re, it's like revenge video game porn is what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. revenge video game porn. You know what? I should do that. I should just fucking because I do. I, I put it on rookie because why the fuck? Why would you rookie. play it on that? Fuck it, Andy. Yeah, you have a mortgage. You have children. What are you doing, dude? I don't have children. That's why I'm so off my video. On, well, oh, easy. I stand by. <laughs> Still, just ridiculous. So, here's the thing: seven. <laughs> that's the yeah. worst part. Oh no, that's the best. I don't want to play oh. video games for a fucking challenge. I want to play video games so I can be a goddamn superhero. I got yeah, the challenges all the rest that. of my life. What was, was the score? One. Uh, I got to halftime before I had to make dinner. I was up twenty-eight, nothing. <laughs> You're actually kicking field goals. The last goals? time I played Madden, no, it's tw- I, uh, strong suit. I got my buddy twenty-eight nothing. Brady's already thrown a pick and fumbled it. Goddamn right he has. What were you gonna say, Steve? Last time I played Madden, I had the same thing. I played with Scott. We were both the Patriots. Beat the shit out of the Jets on rookie mode. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. This, so this is. Let me hear about this too. You play video games with someone on the same team? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, co-op is great. Co-op Again, video games is so good. What is going on? <laughs> I'm not a video game guy, but that's weird, no? No, that's yeah, co-op. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Thank you, Connor. <laughs> like, that why wouldn't you just play against each other? We may have to put a poll Because then someone has to play as the Jets. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. And if you <laughs> both play as the Patriots, then the Patriots are going to lose, and you don't want that. I, I just I I just get I'm like I get like Beavis and Butthead like you fucking chucklehead like <laughs> <laughs> like fucking playing the Patriots versus the Jets with your t-shirts yeah. over your head like it just yeah. it doesn't make any sense. No, that's actually kind of very doesn't make it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's surprisingly accurate actually. <laughs> it's like go home tell your wife like babe babe. I beat him 73 to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, she knows to leave the room when I'm doing this. You should have seen me. Like, oh, no, the pants are coming off again. Time to go. <laughs> Going out. I mean, it is revenge porn. Yeah. This is what I'm so, saying. Andy, are you reading another New York Times article on Dan Buedorf? <laughs> yeah. My pants are off, aren't they? <laughs> Come on. You guys don't go to, like, Jets blogs and just read about how terrible their team is? Oh, I love no. going to the, the AFC East oh. uh, subreddits on Reddit. Oh, I love doing that. Yeah, I mean, like the Jets has Bills page and stuff. I like doing it after the Patriots games too. Like after the Patriots oh, yeah. beat them, yeah, and they're just so salty and oh, beautiful. This team has no direction. Everyone <laughs> sucks. The whole front office is bullshit. Stan Darnold's pretty good though. <laughs> to be fair, that's what the Patriots subreddit is like now. Yeah. It's, it is interesting to see. It, it is interesting to see who the fans revolt on with like bad teams and like which players are allowed to yeah. be like in, their, like in their graces. 
And there's always one that they're like, well, you know, you know who doesn't suck? The backup running back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He just yeah. needs more playing time. Yeah. Especially for yeah. the Bills for some reason. They love their backup running back, wherever it is. <laughs> yeah. And then they trade their backup running back or cut their backup running back, yeah. Danny Woodhead, and he goes to the Patriots <laughs> and like, yeah. turns into a stud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. God damn. That's our segue back into this game. I love it. All right. We just... So, oh, just, well, just give here's up. A, no, here's a uh, here's a segue. Speaking of studs, Willie McGinnis is finally healthy. This is uh, yeah, this part of part of the um, the Boston Globe article stuff that I was reading, and it fucking shows. He was every we had three batted balls. Um, one of them was on fourth down, so uh, blew a fourth down conversion. They also had um, an offensive pass interference called like for him like on him because uh he dropped back in coverage and i think it was like wayne corbett or someone like that tried to light him up as the yeah. pass was in the air and got called for an offensive pass affairs which is great so dumb. and then they were trying to block him on a screen play and he got up so quickly that as curtis martin caught the ball um william mcginnis was already tackling him he yeah, was so it might be the worst screen i've ever seen it was bad but and he also had a sack in this game I think he was the one that sacked uh, Chad Pennington. I think Pennington was in by this point. I believe so. There was a few sacks. But he was, I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week too, where he was just kind of like, it was like watching Gronk play offense was watching William McGinnis play defense. He was like wading through people. Like he's playing with, with like uh, kindergartners and just like walking through them, kind of pushing them out of the way just so he can get to the ball carrier. He just, he was unstoppable in the he gets my game. Who, who yeah, he gets like Willie lost or in a shuffle too. Say again, Steve. Uh, Willie. We got Willie uh, or a high tower. That's a tough one. Willie for me. Willie came to mind at first, but you think about that play in the Super Bowl. Yep. That's true. Well, he had that big stop against the Colts in the playoffs. Yeah. No, it wasn't the playoffs. That's a, yeah. That's a good the fourth one. Down stop against yeah. the Colts in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah, Connor, who you got? McGinnis or Hightower? Oh, it's so tough. I was I was just about to – didn't Willie – I forget what Super Bowl it was. He had like a game – or maybe it was against Peyton in an in a AFC championship game. Uh, Hightower's just got a couple of those big, like huge plays in the Super Bowls. The stuff on um, Marshawn that led to the Malcolm Butler interception – yeah, and then the oh, the God. the strip the strip the strip of Matt Ryan the strip of Matt Ryan yep. that got recovered yep. that a part of that comeback against the Falcons. Oh yeah, he's just got some huge plays, but I I, I think Willie I think Willie was probably I think Willie's isn't Willie's got a chance to go to the maybe not the regular Hall of Fame, but uh, fuck. God, that's He's already in one. the Patriots. I'm going Willie. I'm going Willie too. I, I'm going Willie. Willie McGinnis has set the record for but those players playoff sacks too. Really? Yeah, he's got 16 sacks in the playoffs. He also has most sacks Didn't in the playoff he... game with four and a half. Four and a half sacks in a playoff game. I think it was against the uh, the Jaguars. I think he set the records both. Dude, he spanned quite a. 1994 to 2008, man. He had a great, great career. He did. 12 I thought he was like 
done after that third Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, but no, he he still had And one. he's just a cool son of a bitch too, you know? Like Yeah. Oh yeah. You know some some players have that like cool factor. Ty, yeah, Ty Law has it. He's got that swagger. Yeah, so Willie McGinnis had the uh injured McGinnis makes crucial play. Yep, uh two thousand and the 2003 AFC playoffs against Peyton. I mean, I think the jury's still out. He stopped. He stopped Edgerton James on the uh, one yard line. I oh, remember yeah. that play. That was in the playoffs, was it? I thought that was yeah. just. Yeah, was it? I didn't yeah. think it was. Hmm. Oh, like it a carry. A... Oh, significant AFC play. Yeah, AFC AFC playoff seedings. Yeah, it was for like first place in the okay. AFC yep, or something like was... that. But yeah, yeah. And it was it was in Indianapolis too. Yeah. That was yeah. a huge play. Maybe we'll get him on. We should start tweeting. We, him so much him. recency by so much recency bias, obviously, with Hightower. I mean, he's made some huge plays. Yeah. I think Willie was just a better in his prime was more dominant. My only issue with Hightower is like, I don't know, I feel like he's always sort of injured or he was there for a while. Mm, that's true. He, he is, is. Yeah. He I mean Iron Man, you know, like, like the snap dude, like and it's actually I'm looking at his stats. It's from like this season on. He's just an absolute rock. Who am I guess? 16, 16, 16, 14, 13, 14 games to close out his career. That, yeah. Hightower could never. He's had so many injuries. The chest. He's only got one he's year chest. of all 16 games. <laughs> but yeah, he's got no, Hightower. years. Yeah, I mean, Hightower's only played seven years to so Willie's 12 in New England, so, you know. Yeah, so he's still got still time. Yeah. But, yeah, I think at this point, I think it's real close. I think you're right, but I think that – It's just like the Gustav even and Terry, right? What do you want, big plays or consistency? I think it's more – no, like we talked about with um, Dion Branch or David Patton. Yeah. Like Patton – like Branch has the numbers, but Patton has the more memorable plays. Isn't that what we decided? I don't know if I fully agree with that, but I don't know. I was on Dion. Yeah, I was also. And on I'm Dion. probably on Willie right now as well, but I don't know. I love high. I think it's underrated and underappreciated. Same as Willie in this team here, you know? Yeah. I don't know if Willie was ever underappreciated, but I hear what you're saying. I think well, he sure had some injury knocks to him kind of around this time. Yeah. He like, I think 2000, 2001, he didn't play a lot. He, he was going through a bunch of injuries. And so people are like, because he was a high draft pick, wasn't he? He was like their first round draft pick that year. Yeah. He was drafted the same year as Bledsoe, and they were both first. They were the top two because Bledsoe was first overall. I think they had another first round draft pick, and they picked McGinnis as well. And of course, the two of them were, you know, we know what they turned out to be. Were, were they both like, what, 94 or something? Yep. 1990. Yeah. 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 He was. Oh, he was drafted fourth overall in the first round. Are you kidding yeah, well, me? The yeah. Patriots had that can't. All right, so no, they weren't drafted the same year as Bledsoe. He was drafted fourth overall in '94. When was Bledsoe 19, drafted? '93. You're right. Okay, yeah. So oh. Bledsoe was drafted '93, first overall, and then in '94, yeah. McGinnis was fourth overall. Goes to show you how great the Patriots were back then. Yeah, and the Bengals picked Dan Wilkinson. That's true. One. Well, to be fair, the Redskins picked Heath Schuler one pick before Willie McGinnis. <laughs> Oops. Yep. 
I'm back. Oh, good. No, you were gone. No, you oh. liar. <laughs> we're too busy talking talk about, about? Willie McGinnis, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know that uh, Tom Brady and the Bucs are playing Saints week one? Yes. Oh. Oh. In New Orleans, that would be fucking sick. It'd be sick if we weren't in a in a. I mean, if New Orleans and Bourbon Street was like regular Bourbon Street, I would oh, yeah. borderline maybe book a flight down there right now <laughs> yeah. for week one. That's at, it. Uh, but if it's like you know, only fifteen to twenty thousand fans allowed in the stadium and Bourbon Street shut down, uh, I don't know. It might be fun if you were a Bucks fan. It's my, it's my well, favorite. I, I, uh, I, I am kind of I'm an honorary Tom Brady <laughs> fan. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? He, Connor's on my side in this argument of we're now Bucks fans. No, I'm not about that. After everything, Tom, after after everything, Tom Brady has not only given to the Patriots, but transforming New England into a city of champions champions and instilling that championship do everything it takes to win attitude across all of the Boston sports teams. I will follow Tom Brady into the fucking sunset on the last two years of his career. Okay. I'm, and I don't care what anyone fucking thinks about me. We're going to look back on this and be like, Hey, you remember how crazy it was that Tom Brady finished out the last two years of his career in Tampa Bay and won two Super Bowls. That was and, crazy. Yeah, and set all those that's records. That's how I plan. <laughs> yeah, that's how I plan on looking back on it. So Me too. Tom, Tom Brady is bigger than sports. I didn't say I wasn't a Brady fan. I'm a Brady fan. He's not is. a Bucks guy. He's bigger than like regional alliances, you know, or regional fandoms. He's, he's a deity. You know, I'm with Steve. You know? I, I agree. I'd be He's fine a, if, if Brady threw for six thousand yards. I yeah, I'd be fine it's if Brady that. threw for six thousand yards and the Bucks win eight and eight. And he threw for like seventy touchdowns. Jesus, dude, the Bucks are the Bucks are like the least problematic. It's like, are you yeah. really you, you you are against the seeing the Bucks do well with Tom Brady under center? Give me a fucking yeah. break. Yeah, they win a they win a Super Bowl. That's gonna you're gonna be disappointed. Why? Because the Pats didn't win. Yeah, let yeah. them have one, dude. Why? You weren't saying that in 07 when the Giants won. Yeah, yeah. Now it's going against everything Connor just said about dude. instilling a winning culture in New England. You yeah. didn't let them have. Good point. Well, hey, if it guess what? If it's Patriots box in the Super Bowl, I'm cheering for the fucking Patriots. You know damn well that isn't happening, okay? Patriots' schedule just came out. We have the hardest schedule in Bill Belichick's career as a Patriot, the Patriots head coach. No, yeah, no, it is the it is we have the toughest strength of schedule in the NFL this year for the first time season since Bill Belichick has been. Yeah, nothing, that means nothing, Connor, and you know that. Nothing. Yeah. All right, well... You can't tell until the end of the year. <laughs> You're so disappointed. Yeah, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't we so play they, the NFC 
West this year? Yeah. Yes. Dude, at Kansas right, City in I'd October. That. Yeah. that one's tempting. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on how the Pats are doing, I think. Back-to-back games in L.A. Also tempting. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be sweet to, to go to both those games and just spend a week in yeah. California. It's not like we're using our uh, huh? our PTO on anything else right now, right? Oh, dude. Same One of them's off. a Thursday. Oh, there you go. Short week. Perfect. Yeah, yeah you can clap them kind of, yeah. I'm, still, I mean, I'm still telling you, Patriots are going to squeak into the play. Oh, you know what's going to happen? Patriots are going to squeak in as the seventh seed in the playoffs this year because they've expanded it. And then they're going to go on to win the Super Bowl. It's wishful I'm thinking. Now. Calling it now. They're going to get hot at the right time. It all just hinges like, on our boy Studham. Just like the 08 uh, Patriots did when Brady went down. They got hot right at the end, but if there was a, a seven seed, they would have got in and they would have rolled. Because that was the year that they beat the shit out of the Cardinals who went to the Super Bowl. Calling it now. I disagree. Okay. I, I'll, I would like to see them do well, but... Doesn't sound like it. I wouldn't mind a tank... A, a tanking season would be all right for me. The, I don't think we're going to do the strategic tank. tank. I've been talking. I've been talking about this. We're building an elite defense, and we're going to average four points a game on offense. Yep. And then get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I don't even know about that. I just think I. I. I mean, I hope so. I think. I mean, I've kind of drank the Kool Aid on Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be really good. Um, but you get, I mean, the writing's on the wall, right? We haven't added one premier offensive weapon outside of the AB experience, uh, experiment last year. We haven't added one premier offensive weapon in basically two years now. They've so drafted an offensive weapon in the first round of the last two drafts. Yeah, but you can't look right, at this roster. Sony was already be in like week three. Sony, Sony, Sony Michelle is not an offensive weapon. I'm talking about a premier offensive weapon. I'm not talking about Ooh. drafting one. Steve's going to be upset with that. I know Steve has a little crux on Sony. What, Sony, Sony Michelle, fucking Lawrence Maroney dancing the whole three, uh, 2.0? No way, dude. He has no burst. Last year was, <laughs> I mean, it was glaring how little burst he has. You know what I'm looking forward to? 11 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock games. Oh, nice. I am am as well. I always like you really. So you guys aren't big. See, I'm, I'm in so many fantasy leagues. I, I always appreciated that, that they were, well, not like a, not like an absurd amount, but I always appreciated that they were the later games. So I could watch red zone for all the one o'clock games. That's a good point. And then when they came, so when they came in on, you know, like the four o'clock game, it's like, hey, I got to watch like all my players on red zone. Now I get to settle in for the Patriots. Only three of those 11 so, are four o'clocks. That's a lot of yeah. And the other four o'clocks are my favorite. He, oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. Because you, you can watch the one o'clocks and then you watch the Pats and then you just like fall asleep in front of the night game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not worse than staying up on a fucking Monday. Oh god, yeah. Dude, a Sunday night game at Seattle. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, I like god. that one. Oh god. I heard Seattle's a nice city to visit. It's all right. Why you say that, Andy? 
Uh, city's fine, but I, I'd go outside the city if I were to go there. Again. Oh yeah. No, it's nice outside. They got a bunch of hiking and shit. Yeah, I mean that—that's all falls within visiting a all city, right. Right? All right, all right, all right? Let's stop talking about the goddamn Pacific. <laughs> Back to this jet ski you know what I've heard is really nice is Vancouver. That's <laughs> <laughs> overrated. But for real, I've should we give out game balls and the best and worst thing? And let's, let's do some best and worst. And all right, and then Before once we're gets. not live, let's talk about this schedule some more. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve, <laughs> give give me your best and worst here. Um. Besides things we haven't talked about, and again, I'm really happy I watched this game all the way to the end, just like that Steelers game. The last kick return from the Jets, the dude, the <laughs> returner comes like, he does a pretty good return. He comes flying through, and he runs into Pepper Johnson, who just lays him <laughs> out like instinctively and just puts him on his ass. <laughs> Former <laughs> Jets dude. linebacker, no less, Pepper Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> and like a 20 years younger than we know now, Pepper Johnson. So oh, yeah. They was like, he just sat him down. It was awesome. Yeah, that was a great. And, and then the that, that play uh, also got hit. That great kick return also got called back for holding. <laughs> so it didn't <laughs> yeah. even count. He did have a little like smirk on his face when he did it too. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. He did exactly. <laughs> yeah. He was Good like fun. strutting down the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man. The worst was the like replays in the first half. I don't. I forget where I. It might have been even in the first game where they had like a replay counter, like, like how long it was taking them to do it. Oh yeah, they did it at a timer. But on one, I was like, I was hitting the ten second fast forward. I clicked it six times. I, I got to the point where I was like, I need to fast forward this, and I clicked it six times, and they still hadn't come out with the decision. And then I looked because <laughs> lit by half. The second half was fifteen minutes shorter. Yeah, because of that one play. And that, they, that was just like uh, whether or not it was a first down, too, is all it was. Yeah. And it was, it was blatantly not a first down. He was, he was short by like oh, two years. Oh, that's, that's why I can't watch these games, like rewatch the whole thing. Even like, it's like live two and a half so hours. Bad. Yeah. And then like you're sitting through shit like that. And it's like, oh, those oh, compact games are awesome that they do now. Oh, yeah. You got like, Where they're like cut. 45 minutes. Yeah. 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 It's just that play, after play, that. play after play after play. That's great. We'll get there in 2009, I think, currently. That's how far back they go. Oh, also, just a fun fact. I saw the first fantasy football ad. Ooh, really? interesting. Yeah, for AOL fantasy football. <laughs> I've been like waiting for this to come up, and I can't believe it's this early. You know what? I, a, I haven't that's played. A good spot. I, I wasn't going to play fantasy football this year, but if there's AOL fantasy football still going, we're all doing a team. We're all, <laughs> why why weren't you going to do it, Andy? I don't know. I'm just all done with fantasy football. I feel like what? Why? <laughs> Greg's clearly invested here. Yeah, no, I'm just. Kidding. You've always been a big fantasy guy. I'm wondering what changed. Uh, a couple things. Uh, I've been playing it for probably let's call it 20 years, and I've never won once. Uh, so I realized I'm not very good at it. And this is, this includes leagues where it was literally me and Mike Mello together, and I never won. I For appreciate the, record, the honesty. There's, there's other leagues where I've actually cheated and I still lost in the finals. <laughs> this um, AOL league ad that I saw was 18 years ago. All right. So, yeah, it was about that long ago. You were an early adopter of fantasy. I remember that. I was, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I just feel like it's made me 
watch football games differently. I'm not watching it for the joy. I'm watching it for my fantasy football team. Mm, I get like, that. My player doesn't score a touchdown. I get all pissy. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm all done with that. So The worst like is to- watching games with people that are like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh don't throw it to him. Throw it to my guy. And it's like, yeah, fuck, fuck you. Especially, yeah, especially if you're invested in the game. Like, it's a yeah, Pats yeah, game yeah. or something. Dude, yeah, give exactly. a shit. Yeah. Or even when it's a Pats Mark, game and you have, like, somebody on the other team and you're kind of, like, having that sort of inner battle of, yeah. oh, cool, the, the page is losing, but my guy just scored, so I, I'm winning my fucking fantasy football league like it matters. Yeah. I'm going to put someone on blast right now, and you can probably guess who it is, the, the, the <laughs> fantasy guy. <laughs> it's Mark Fratarelli, obviously. Uh, oh, I thought it was okay. going to be Connor. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was me, too. <laughs> Connor. Yeah, I can see Mark being like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Connor, are you a big fantasy guy? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I try not to, um, you know, I, I don't let it sway me when I'm watching the Pats. I'm not like, I don't care who scores for the Patriots, even if I have certain Patriots on my team. But like, I, I really love the one o'clock red zone. Um, that's why I, I, when the Pats are just like, you know, always one of the top teams are always in, in prime time. I, I really enjoy that. And I, yeah, I, I love fantasy. I think yeah. the only reason I actually did fantasy for so long was because I would run my own league and it just gave me an excuse to abuse all my friends. Yeah, yeah now you have this. It was like right, the exactly. worst. It was it was the worst <laughs> leagues ever, but yeah. also like very entertaining. Yeah. Like the, ban- exactly the banter was great, but like the structure of the league, you would never use like ESPN.com. You'd like have some like fucking website you develop yourself. Like oh, I did return- that, that one kick, time, kick yeah. returners thing. You'd be like, oh, yeah. we got three oh, quarterbacks. Yeah. It's like, dude, Andy, <laughs> <laughs> keep it simple. No way. No but fun the newsletters, the, yeah, the commissioner newsletters are always funny. Yeah, they oh, were. Yeah. Those were a good time. Yeah, I was literally the only reason I did it was to shit on all my friends on a weekly mm. basis. And now we have this. And now we have this. So yeah, I can just do it to you in real time. It's it's been even better. There we so go. I don't need fancy football I, anymore. I'm in it for the team names, anyways. The team, oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Greg, give us your best and worst. All right. Um, so best. I think is uh, week two Sunday night game at Seattle, and then worst <laughs> uh, week twelve at Houston. What a shitty city! No one wants to go there. Jesus Christ! Yes, yes, I am fully involved in the schedule now that it's been released. Yeah, it sounds like it. All right, Connor, what about tell. you? So. Are we talking about the best and the worst from the, from this game? In the rest of us are, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So again, I was um, the best. It, I was just going to say the Patriots defense as a whole. I don't know if it was completely them or just like Bill Belichick's game play. Because I, I was just looking, like, no one stood out in terms of like, oh, holy shit, this guy had. 10 tackles, you know, like uh, everyone, you know, it was just like, 
it was a scheme. It was a game plan and our defense just suffocated the jets. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we got up big early on offense and I, I don't know. We just knew exactly what they were going to do. They were playing yeah. from behind our defense. They was never the let up either. Uh, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> special team, special teams was great too, obviously. Um, and then the worst, it's tough to say. I think I mentioned it earlier, but I guess it goes hand in hand. How a team can go until deep into the third quarter without having a first down when they're projected to be the favorites is mm. just pathetic. That's bad. Um, it really is. Also, also, I wanted to – I don't know if you guys heard Tom Brady's interview – at the end of this game. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you let me know if you can hear me? Can you can you hear this? No, I think you have to you have to share the screen with um with audio. Like you have to share Okay, hold on. There's a share computer sound checkbox. Okay. Ooh. 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 Here we go. Ooh. Here we go. Ooh. Here we go. Ooh. Here we go. Ooh. What was that? That was awesome. (laughs) It was a feedback loop created by the speakers getting picked up by the microphone. That was awesome. (laughs) It's like techno. Okay, we're we're not going to do that because that was a nightmare. I was like, I don't know what the hell that was. but That was awesome. My God. It was like a catchy tune. They'll just say, repeat what he said, Connor, because um, I picked up on that too. He he was just talking about how he's like you know, a little bit of disrespect, and they've got a chip on their shoulder now, and I fucking loved it. They they're just like they it, it puts a chip on their shoulder. You could just see little glimpses into you know the fire that Tom Brady has. God, he's so goofy looking. I don't know who said it last week. He's you know these early day Tom Brady's are. He is goofy looking how, uh, you know, suave he is now and how much more chiseled his jaw is. But, yeah, uh, it's a butt chin, Brady. Dude, he's got it, the, it, the, butt, the hair flick. Remember that? like The hair, hair. The, the ramp. Yep, the the ramp, ramp on the front yeah, of your head, the, yeah. He has, he has the ramp. Yeah. The, yeah. So he, he – uh, I just kind of liked what he said afterwards. He, was, he wasn't – braggadocious he was just kind of humble but he was like yep we're uh we see everything you guys are saying and it pisses us off pisses us pisses us off and yeah we use it as motivation i don't know i i love me some tom you know that it is it is and that's can I drive you guys? There's always a little chip on our shoulder. You know, I think every time we go out, you know, we, we realize we have to prove it. But, you know, you're, you're only as good as your last performance, you know? Respect. That's if I win a world championship. We earned respect last year. And if we didn't, then I guess people are, just, like I said, just too ignorant to, you know, just too stupid. Do you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's kind of, it's pretty forceful words. Too ignorant or too stupid to realize it. I was like, okay. Yeah. All right, Tommy. Yeah. But he looks like a twelve-year-old when he says it. <laughs> yeah, wearing he's got the tie on. Mm-hmm. Yep i I enjoyed that. It's early doors, like that same same type of stuff he says now. He's like, "Yo, we're we're, we're winning world championships. That's all I care about." 
as like a second year player, I dig that. He's just foreshadowing. All right. Yep. That's all I got. It, it was basically, I mean, pretty straightforward. Pat's defense was the best. Uh, Pat's defense, Tom Brady's interview, and then the Jets offense. My God. First, one first down late in the third quarter. That's uh, appalling. Vinny Testaverde. I told you. He sucks. He sucks. Vinny Testaverde. Played for 20 years and sucked every single one of them. <laughs> Oh, Greenhead. Remember that, Steve? When we did the live yeah. Spanish to English translation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, you're on mute, bud. Oh, that explains a whole lot. Knows he's been on. Yeah, yeah and I, have, I have been on mute this whole time talking to you guys. All right, great. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. I, I do that all the time on conference calls. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is... Why don't these motherfuckers listen to me? <laughs> yeah. Assholes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, my worst is going to play off of Connor's um, is the Jets offense. They had 18 plays in the first half. Uh, the Patriots had a drive to end the first half that went 19 plays. So that's not good. Um, and I, we kind of touched on this before where Matt Turk, the punter, was their leading rusher. But it actually gets worse than that. He, he led the team in rushing with 14 yards in one run. Their second leading rusher was backup quarterback Chad Pennington, who had one run for nine yards. Mm. Um, the, it's the not Jets, what you're looking for at all. No, home. the Jets running back as a committee had four, five, six rushes for nine yards. Hey, Andy, it's not about stats, all right? You play to win the game. That's Thank why you. they wore their white jerseys. <laughs> That's this year. Oh, is that, that quote this from, year? That that's this year? this year? Herm Edwards, yeah. Nice. Because last year, actually, I don't even think we touched on it, but um, the, the playoffs, that quote playoffs. from last year, that, that was the Colts last year because yeah. Peyton Manning couldn't stop throwing interceptions. I'll be surprised if we win yeah. another game. Yeah. So this is, this is peak. Yeah, we'll probably touch on it. Yeah, they go two and five to start this year, and that's when uh, old Hermie boy loses it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I can see that. Um, my best was that this was one of the biggest beatings that the Patriots have ever given to the Jets up to this point. Ooh, this you want second? I got it. One. Yeah, the first biggest one, nineteen seventy nine. It was. What? Yeah. Oh. What was the score? I was gonna say butt fumble game. Fucking rain, man. <laughs> what was the score? Fifty six nothing. Fifty six to three. Ah. <laughs> How did you know that? Did you read it too? Fucking rain, man, Andy. Well, we know that's not true, but we also because I clipped out the same. Yeah, exactly. I clipped it out of the newspaper when I was twelve years old, and I put it in a scrapbook, yep. and then I read it today in my scrapbook. So I clipped it out uh, from my internet scrapbook today at the ripe old age of thirty-seven years old. Um, and <laughs> that's I'm the at difference. That's the difference. This is I true. Was, I was scrapbooking at 12. You're doing it at 35. <laughs> Same maturity. About, yeah. I just still haven't grown up yet. Um, maybe when I'm this 40. It felt like, like the butt fumble game for me, though. I was watching it, and I was like, man, I can't believe I forgot this game based on how much I hate the Jets and how much I enjoyed that butt fumble game. These so, were like right on the spot for me. Yeah. 
And this is kind of it's um, it's, beca- it's go ahead, Connor. I was just gonna contend that yeah, I've never liked the Jets, but I think the the real Jets hatred came during the uh, Rex Ryan era. So I think the butt fumble game was much more enjoyable. Like, obviously they're New York. You're like fuck New York, but really the the disdain for the Jets came during the uh, Rex Ryan era, in my opinion. You think so? At least I during think- the at least during the early dynasty. Yeah, during the early years of the dynasty. Yeah. See, I thought it was this era was when yep. it really got defined. Parcells and Martin. Yeah, especially because of the Yankees stuff that was going on at the same time. You kind of like. Yeah. Had the Jets and Yankees as like one entity. Yeah. I guess it came to a crescendo. Is that Ooh, the word? Yeah. Um, yeah. An apex? When, <laughs> yeah. When, um, oh, peaking. During the Rex, the Rex era. Well, so Mangini. But you got the Mangini incident yep. too. Spy oh, yeah. So oh, okay. Touche. Touche. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I think there were like peaks as well. I think there were peaks all all across that. Yeah, because right I now I don't. Ryan re- was a peak. I don't get any like I don't get my rocks off when the Pats beat the Jets these days. You know. No, and same with like the Herm Edwards era too. Like I, I didn't really care. Oh, yeah. I feel the exact opposite. I love watching the Patriots beat the fuck out of the Jets. <laughs> like the Rex Ryan, like Manji winning that game. That's my valley. These Steve are my peaks. Steve Brown was touching himself to uh, he was he was ball handling to the shots of Curtis Martin standing on the sidelines looking forlorn. Yes, <laughs> staring into the abyss. <laughs> yep, like this is my life now. Me on the goddamn Jets. Peaches just won the fucking Super Bowl. If I'd stayed yeah. there, I could be a Super Bowl champion right now. That's a good point, Steve. That's a good it point. Is, it is. Um, the one thing I did want to uh, throw out there for you boys is when the Patriots blow out the Jets, they lose, either they don't make the playoffs or they lose in the playoffs in heartbreaking fashion. I because, saw that. Like, uh, yeah, like 1979 and 76 and 78. 79, they didn't, they didn't make the playoffs. 88, they didn't make the playoffs. 2002, this year, what happens? They, they win the uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> And then also, don't forget, um, 2010, Patriots beat the Jets 45-3, to if you remember that game. Yeah. When Rex Ryan almost cried. And how'd yeah. that season end? Yeah, I know. That's the game I was at. Right. And the, so, the, the worst, part, worst part about that game is uh, I sat in traffic and like took me like three hours, four hours to get back to Salem, New Hampshire. And I dropped Mark off at his house and then I backed into his garage door. <laughs> oh, that was that night. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it was a tough day. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, yeah, I can't top that. <laughs> well, you, you, wanna, you wanna stat here to, to wrap us up? Give me a stat to wrap this up. After this game, Tom Brady in his career is 16 and 3 as a starter. This is true. Nice it's pretty, pretty amazing. It is. Yeah, they won. It was, that was their 11th straight, straight win, uh, eighth straight regular season game. Yeah. yeah they hadn't lost a in a long time. Yeah. They hadn't lost yeah. since 
November 18th of the year before. An underdog wagon, too. Like, how do you look at that and be like, yeah, no, Jets by one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bob Ryan admitted defeat yeah, in the Boston Globe. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. He likes the J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Told everyone who asked me and plenty who didn't. What was I thinking? What do you think of Bob Ryan, Andy? He's all right. Yeah, he's no Jackie McMullen, you know? Yeah, not many people are Jack Mac, but I will not stand for any Bob Ryan slander. Slander Shank all you want. Do not slander Bob. Do not slander Bob Ryan. I agree. He's a little old and decrepit. He's been a little old and decrepit. He's been a little old and decrepit for the last 30 years. Okay. He is a very, very old man. I, he's one of the best writers uh, I've ever seen. So yeah, I, lo- I love Bob Ryan too. Yeah. Me too. We've been on the same side a lot today, Connor. I'm a little worried. Are you two I know. okay? Yeah. Uh, I know. It's not typical. No. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Yeah. In fact, I'm starting to question my own, like, I don't know, brain, yeah, brain function, you know, like. Are you having a stroke? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm considering. Because I know that Connor, like Connor acts like a stroke victim, so. Only at Hermit Island after I've been like (laughs) drinking for seven straight days, I can't sometimes put together a full sentence. Give me a fucking break. Are you at Hermit Island now? <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like I've done okay. I feel like I've done okay tonight. Yes, I agree. I've got the smartest brown of the bunch uh, agreeing with my every word, so I think I'm doing okay. I have oh, not agreed with anything you've said. Yeah, even Greg doesn't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> my great... My grave is getting deeper. <laughs> Greg, who is the smartest Brown? Uh, well, seriously, before, who's I, the smartest Brown? Prior to like the last two hours, I would have said me, but now I'm like, uh. <laughs> trick question. It's Nick. Everything. Yeah, that's um, true. Mick Brown. Trick question. Ellie, Ellie for not being on this podcast. Yeah, Ellie. Although she also lives in Brooklyn with three small children, so yeah, it's probably Liana. You know. Yeah, if we're putting yeah. potential in there, it's probably Ziggy. Rest in peace. <laughs> All right. So on that note, as I can see, this is un- unraveling quickly. Um, we will be back next week for a bond burner. Bad man. Pats and Chiefs, a game for right. ages that I don't even remember. I'm looking forward to watching it. I think this should be a good one. So who the, we will. Who the hell remembers early 2000 Chiefs? I'm I'm just excited to dig through the notes and, and the game. Bro, and, Dick Vermeil. Oh, Dick. I I know <laughs> I I know the coach. It's Trent Green. Please home. Right, save it for that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm yeah. I'm just I'm just uh, wetting the appetites of our listeners. Like, yeah. Is, I mean, how am I gonna fall asleep tonight knowing I got fucking. Dick Vermeule and Trent Green coming out. <laughs> well, you're not going to fall asleep on your stomach, are you? you <laughs> you fall asleep with dick on the brain well, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. I cut a hole in my mattress. <laughs> it's a very small one, though. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't actually need to. You just did it. 
And on that note, we will see you next week on the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. See you later, guys. Have a good one, boys. Sayonara. Yeah.